<laughs> well, welcome to the Dad Show, uh, our Dad Podcast. Uh, I am Rick. I am uh, surrounded here by other dads. We have Kyle. Hey there. Matt. How's it going? And Simon. Hi, Rick. And we're going to talk about dad stuff. Today we're going to talk about the question, really, right? It's a good question. Yeah, I think it's a good question. We're going to talk about why. Why would you want to be a dad? I don't know. Are you going to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> I might need some help on that, but yeah. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, what decisions uh, really led to our dadness and uh, <laughs> all, all, all the dad stuff. So, yeah. um, but really, you know, since this is our, our first show, first episode, I think, uh, I think we need to kind of introduce ourselves shortly. Please, mm. no life stories here. But uh, Kyle, why don't you start us off? You want me to go first? Okay. I Yes. Sure. Yeah. And we're ho- definitely hoping to bring diverse perspectives on fatherhood into yeah. this conversation. That's a, a part of the reason. That's why you're here. Or in this room is we all have kids, uh, one, one of us on the way, uh, and have slightly different perspectives on that. But um, my perspective on fatherhood, uh, I have five kids right now, uh, two four-year-olds, a three-year-old, and two one-year-olds. Um, three of those have come into our family through adoption and two others through foster care. Um, my wife and I have been married for 12 and a half years and we struggled for some years with infertility and, uh, eventually looked into adoption and ended up, uh, adopting those three kids and then started foster care and brought in a couple of kids that way. And, uh, four of those kids ended up in our home all at once, basically last summer. So we went from one to five in a short period of time and the year and a half since then has been quite an adjustment. <laughs> Imagine. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been a fun ride. What Matt, about you? What yeah, you, Matt? Matt, what about you? Well, I was a little jealous of Kyle having five kids. <laughs> we actually have one on the way, but I have a four, 10-year-old, an eight-year-old, six-year-old, and a four-year-old. And my wife and I have been married, I think, March, 12 years. Wow. I shouldn't say I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really 12 years. No. It's been a bit of a ride, but yeah. it's been great. Uh, and we've, yeah, so we, we've got four kiddos Three girls, one boy, one on the way. We don't know yet. So on the, on the way. So, wow. Yeah. Simon? Yeah. So uh, my name is Simon Reedsma, and my wife and I have been married for four years. And we have our first on the way in January here. So um, when the executive producer, Kyle, here uh, approached me about this podcast, I told him, well, I'm a very thoughtful person, but I'm uh, the caveat that I'm pretty naive with parenting. But... I think I have some thoughts to contribute because I, uh, I am going to be a new parent here, and I think uh, I'm going through all those first. So, <laughs> that's a great, yeah. great perspective. Yeah, and on the uh, complete other side of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Grandpa, so yeah, Grandpa Rick. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have uh, I have four kids, uh, biological kids. I have two step kids, um, and I have yeah one grandkid on the way. Uh, about the time that uh, Simon yours is due. So. Um, yeah, we'll both be entering different phases of of our life, uh, but mine I can give away when it cries, and um, mm. I advise against that for you. But um, so yeah, I have a twenty four year old, twenty one year old, eighteen year old, nine year old, and then two two step kids. They're tw- uh, ten and thirteen. So 
yeah, so I have a good diverse uh, uh, group in, in, in my house. So, um, wow. yeah, we definitely we have the, the spectrum here, which was kind, is kind of the point because mm-hmm. I think, you know, anyone listening to this uh, would probably come from maybe similar perspective of, of at least one of us. So uh, I think it's good to, to kind of have that different, diverse Certainly. backgrounds. And, and we're going to see things a little bit different in, in the topics that we talk about. That's so. hopefully going to be a, a, a theme yeah. throughout the show is trying yes. to address a variety of issues from a variety of different perspectives. So it may not always be the same for gentlemen sitting in these seats here in this fine, fine studio. Uh, but we're going to do our best to cover, <laughs> to cover topics well. So I, I, let's yeah. let's really kind of jump into it, um, and let's talk about the, the the main theme, the main question of uh, of this show, which is why would you want to be a dad? Why why did you want to be a dad? What was the the thought process that well hopefully happened bef- before your your dadhood? <laughs> <laughs> not Jeez. not maybe the act of the conception, but like the the forethought before that. Yeah. So, uh, so oh, who, goes, who wants, goes, to, who wants deep, to tackle that? It goes deeper than. Oops. Oh, please don't <laughs> use these words. <laughs> yeah, uh, someone needs to take care of me when I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll so, see. well, who wants to start? I mean, who wants who wants to tackle this one first? I mean, Simon, come yeah. on, new Simon, dad, go first. You, yeah. It's the freshest yeah. decision in the room. So, go right ahead. So I, I think when I think about this question, I think about, I think about my dad and a lot of the, the things that he did with me as a kid and from a very young age, just like wanting, wanting to, to, to love my, my child, like in, in the ways my dad loved me and, and just being excited about like going and doing things with them and showing like, uh, building up their interests and, um, just raising a, raising a human just seemed like just like such a well from my perspective such a fun a fun process because I, I i got a lot of the really like interesting and fun experiences with my dad and i didn't i, I don't remember the the hard things about kids because i was the kid doing the hard things so <laughs> um so i think that, that that's what i look at with uh, coming into being a parent is being being excited just to 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 raise a raise a human and to um to, and I'm like glad I'm partnering with my wife in that. I think we balance each other really well, and I think that it's really cool to think about that uh, in our in our relationship. Two two people who are very different have come together, and now we're gonna pass on to to our baby, our, who's a girl, by the way. Um, just awesome. the, the best things of both of us, and I think that that's just such a cool cool thing. And so that's 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 what I think with that question. Okay, yeah. you, you just so you know, you sound like you thought a lot more about it than I did. How's <laughs> <laughs> the time? This is a question that I've wrestled with a bit, I think, um, over the years, uh, just because maybe my perspective changed a little bit on it. But I know that it, originally, like coming into adulthood, I was interested in you know the offspring concept. Of course, that that's has appeal it's interesting um but after years of what we went through we experienced lots of miscarriages and struggles with infertility and then eventually going through the process of learning more about adoption which i had not really thought much about prior to that um i began to think of fatherhood very differently than than i did growing up and in my young adult life um there hasn't 
been a time I don't I think where I didn't believe that I would be a dad one day um when I was young I guess I, I took it for granted um but then after years of struggling um it became like maybe a matter of faith uh, I think uh my wife has always been completely committed to being um a mother and that's all she's ever wanted with her life and uh we're a little different in 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 that both both wanting to be parents but that's like her identity and uh those years in which we struggled were immensely hard for her um she had jobs and and worked and you know did things but was never like really interested or passionate about any of it and and that wasn't the case for me i've been very interested in my work and many things many hobbies and pursuits um that i developed and i had an identity independent of parenting um and she was not uh, really able to do that um so in learning about adoption and foster care it became a very different uh topic for me and much more about um much less about the idea of having offspring and uh, and uh, a family tree i think more about sharing what we had to give with children who needed it and um a mantra of mine in many things has been that uh, i can so i should and i i can use my talents to help others so i should i can take advantage of my work flexibility to travel more so i should i have the ability to care for more children so i should so this is my justification for a lot of things in my life hmm. Hmm. that's good there's simplicity in that but i like that <laughs> <laughs> no it's i think those some of the best truths are are in the simple or can be explained simply yeah. So you can, you should. So I mean, Matt, you just decided to go through this again. So yeah. I mean, yeah. at least I think there was some mm -hmm. forethought in there. But mm -hmm. so what? Uh, you know, but at a basic level, yeah. before yeah. you know the the litter that you you currently have. <laughs> um, I mean, what was your driving force of I I see myself as as a dad. Yeah. So as I was thinking about this, I think. Think back to many years before I was sleep deprived. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> but as I, so I am the oldest of five kids, and so that uh, I think always played a part. And there was a lot of uh, there were some hard things about that, but overall it was it was a big, crazy, happy family. And uh, and we obviously went through hard things. There was divorce, my parents, but still have a good relationship with all of my siblings, and. Uh, it was just a sweet time to have to have that. So I think it was just part of to me. It kind of all went together without too much too much thought of hey, uh, you know, someone you want to share your life with, marriage. Of course we want to uh, we want to do this. And then I think, but I it was still kind of like well we're going to get married. We will be we specifically had this. We'll, we're going to be married five years and then we'll then we'll have kids. Uh, and best laid plan. Yes, yes. always. <laughs> And I think we were, we, we, yeah, we found out we were pregnant December. We had been married in March. Oh, wow. And yeah. I was like, August. it's, it's got to be months. It's got to <laughs> yeah, be months. So yeah. a year and a half, we, she was, she had arrived. But before that, we, we were much more open. I think it was probably, six, I mean, within six months of being married that, uh, wife Leah her sister gave us a book that really kind of 
introduced us to the topic of, hey, you want to have an impact with your life? There's no greater impact that you can have than your children because your children can impact their children and their children can impact their children. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can be the Bill Gates of the world or the, uh, you know, the Elon Musk and you're still not going to have as big of an impact as what you can if you think 200 years down the line and what that could mean for, for the world and for your family. So for us, that change, that was like, oh, wow. Let's, if that's the biggest, you know, in our mind, uh, the biggest thing that we can have an impact on, number one, let's, let's be open uh, before five years and let's be open to having more than just a couple of, couple of kiddos. And that's not judgment on anyone else, but that, that was for us, it was like, yeah, let's, let's open it. So as we've gone, we've had more resource, we've had the resources and, and the desire and, haven't messed them up too terribly yet so there's still time there's still time <laughs> there always is yeah it's there's just about is. to start the teenage years <laughs> so <laughs> yeah yeah uh, my, my daughter last night was giving me we had a little christmas program she was a part of and so she was feeling sassy and so i proceeded to have a water fight in her kitchen because of her sass so uh, i'm already experiencing it and i'm also already Responding in a mature way through <laughs> through <laughs> pouring water on her head. <laughs> so well done. We had fun. She got me back. Yeah, every so. every parent with kids, but not teens yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing I always say is, "Oh, you still like your kids?" Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there will be that time. Be, part of the benefit of me being the oldest of five is that uh, I've had a little bit of you know I've been old enough to experience, so I know the a little bit, but going to be fun oh it's yeah it's different when it's you know sibling and your own children yeah Yeah. the gray hairs on my beard will multiply i'm sure for sure worse than now wow i know so my story is obviously very different i mean we're all different um and um you know mine was uh you know i was i was 17 and i was young and stupid so um i i became a dad quite unplanned wise and um so I mean, I, I was, it's kind of funny. Like I always thought of, you know, marriage, I always thought of kids. Um, I always kind of saw myself in that place. And I think kind of went back to my parents when I started dating, always had this, this saying, which I, I just hated this mantra was, you know, your date will be your mate. You know, that was their <laughs> mantra. <laughs> so like, you know, and you know, obviously the, the thought behind it is, you know, put some thought into who you're dating. Cause ultimately that's going to be, you know, that person might your mate might be someone you're actually going to marry and uh in my case um when you end up uh what's the proper term knocking up um that person um is that the pc term no give us the slang that's the that's the technical term right there uh you know then you know it's kind of like oh okay well i just you know got a mate and a kid in one quick swoop so yay for that so skill right there yeah so you know so yeah i um Ended up getting married in, in, in June out of high school, got, you know, graduated in May, married in June, and had a kid last day of September. So that was a fun year. And um, so, yeah, I was kind of, you know, shoved into it. And But like I said, I always kind of saw myself as as a dad or always wanted to be that. And and obviously at, at you know, 17, you're not really thinking too much into it. I was thinking, you know, college and, and you know, dating and yeah, not kids quite yet. So, yeah. but was kind of thrust into it and um, thrust. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> so, 
you know, and then it's ended going up downhill real fast. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so then, um, you know, and ended up having, uh, um, you know, so married, had the kid, but kind of was like, I don't want an only child thing because I've heard horrible things of that. So, because I and I was a small family, I had one brother, uh, but I was the youngest, and uh, so ended up wife got pregnant and we actually had a miscarriage, and so. That, that was a pretty horrible time. Um, you know, you go from, you know, accidentally having a child to now you're actually trying and this happens. And that was a pretty, pretty rough. And we found out in the ER, which was just a bad place to, Ouch. you know, yeah. 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 Um, and then, and then we were told like, you need to wait because, you know, like you don't, you know, you're going to possibly have some, some issues if you, if you try to, you know, conceive soon after a miscarriage. Mm. So we totally didn't listen to that, and so the next month she she got pregnant again, and that just opened us up to a lot of possible issues, and and she ended up having a lot of issues. She went to very preterm labor in the in the mid twenty weeks section, um, so she was on bed rest for the last three months, and so Jeez. just yeah, real real fun stuff, and but ended up yes having having our daughter, so that was the second, and then the third. Um, was kind of a, the, my, my third, I, we always talk about as, as our most planned child mm. because we, we were going to like, okay, we want, want another one, possibly even a fourth. And so we kind of waited and, um, I was just graduating um, college and I was considering going to college overseas and was like, oh, I really don't want to have a college or have a college, have a kid yeah. <laughs> in college overseas. Like that's just you know, we already have two kids and now we're gonna have to, you know, move to, you know, so, you know, a place that we aren't familiar with and it's going to be really hard schooling and then add a kid on top of that just did not sound like fun. So, uh, we actually waited and then I ended up deciding not to, not to go, um, to that school. And so then we planned and actually had our first actual fully planned out child was my third. So, um, and then my second marriage was my fourth kid, um, which is my youngest now. He's nine. And uh, so, yeah, that was my whole process of, uh, of, of children rearing. So, you know, I always saw myself as a dad, but never, never really, I guess, you know, and especially at that age, never really sat down and go, why? Why do you want to have a kid? Why do you want to duplicate yourself? And, <laughs> <laughs> and then when you meet your kids, you're like, yeah, they're nothing like me. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so. But yeah, so obviously us, very different perspectives, very different backgrounds, very different um, thought processes or lack thereof, uh, you know, in, in that pursuit. But uh, so I guess to, to rewind a little bit then, when did you know you wanted to actually be a dad? Not mm -hmm. the, you know, why did you end up actually deciding to be a dad? But when did, like, when was that like age where you're like, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I want. I want to have kids. I want to. I. You know. I want to do that. Is so something young? Was it like? Was it? Was it after marriage? Like, what was that? When was that decision made? Yeah, I. Uh, even as you were talking about your story, it made me think of my thought process to when to have kids, and, and me and my wife's thought process together. Um, we. You know, we. Our. Our story was has been one of. Um, trying to get on the same page about when to have a, have a baby. And it, for the first, for we, we knew we didn't want to, uh, we wanted to wait a few years after marriage to settle in. And uh, our idea was getting, getting our, to our careers. And, and, and that didn't really work out like we thought it would because 
bounced around to different jobs and never that feeling of like making it or feeling satisfied with that part of life, at least for me, didn't really come. So, so, and I, and I felt like, not that I didn't like my work or that I think part of it was just, I was bouncing around to different jobs and stuff. Um, but I think that relationship with, with work and even, even like, uh, like living, like owning a home versus renting and that kind of thing, um, played into my thought process of not being ready because I thought that when we had our, our first kid, then I had to, I had to have that already or it wasn't ever going to happen. And that was like in my, I feel like in my young adult, uh, younger adult mind was, was like insurmountable almost. Like I didn't, I didn't think I could, could face that. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to lose the opportunity to, to find this satisfaction in life outside of a, uh, of a kid and uh, of being a parent. And I thought that it was going to be something that wouldn't, I wouldn't have the opportunity to go back and start over or do something different. And kind of this like absolute mentality of like mm-hmm. half and that it's the whole, whole idea of feeling like I had to have everything in place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a big, the biggest part for me was just like, per, like professionally um, wanting to have that, like I made it and I'm good and I'm secure and I'm, whatever feeling and when that happens let me know (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. and and i don't think it was until i stopped like just like through a process of working with a therapist and just and talking through those feelings of just like thinking that like that i because it was a process to let it wasn't just like one morning and i i woke up and those feelings were gone it was like i started i feel like i when i started to put less focus on, on that in my life and, uh, get back to the truth of what my, my, my foundation is, what my, what my family's values are, what my values are. Um, I feel like that opened me up to all, it was, it did feel almost like an all of a sudden moment where I was like, I'm not like anxious about doing this anymore. Like, yeah, let's go ahead and move forward. And it is, it's pretty, pretty incredible. Just that, that change and indescribable, almost just like, I didn't, I didn't realize how much of a burden that was in my mind of just like that I was carrying that of trying to make it before we moved on. And I think that that was just the, that was just the big moment for me was when I stopped focusing so much on just feeling like I've made it. Well, and, and asking the more, more seasoned fathers here, like, did you ever feel like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm fully prepared. Like this is going to be a cinch, like, I mean, were, were any of you in, or even currently, are in a state of mind like that? Or I feel pretty comfortable now. I mean, this is hard. It is. Sure. Hard. I mean, there, especially with like all these little ones uh, that were still kind of, you know, they're this young age. But um, I feel more comfortable than I ever. Comfortable, yes, did but like, if, but like, you're like, like, I am fully prepared. Like, oh, you know, definitely, there. Bring it definitely on. Like, like before, there's all kinds of anxiety and scenarios that you play out in your head, and you know, in our, I mean, in our story, we're going into adoption and foster care, and those are just um, very unpredictable, and like anything, any possibility mm-hmm. could. You know, we were prepared to take any kind of child in any kind of situation, and every single one of them is a complicated situation. Sure. So we're definitely like holding our breath and being prepared for anything that could come our way. And, 
uh, and then it, everything worked out great. And it's after the fact that I go, oh, this isn't so bad, uh, yeah. you know. And since since kids have come, we've gotten used to it. We've moved to a nicer house. I've gotten a number of good raises and promotions and things like that. And and now I'm able to look around and feel like, hey, this is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's almost it's okay. like, I guess my point being, like, it's almost like you have to be in it before mm-hmm. you necessarily are like. That's absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think like looking from the outside that yeah. you're ever like, oh, yeah, like, you know. I prepared for it all. Like so much more concise. Thank you. And I think you have to, you have to, one way of putting it is you have to either deal with the unknowns or just get through the unknowns and make them known. So it's either you, you know, you tie up all the loose ends you can and then just jump in or like, or whatever you think is, or you just have to learn to somehow like be like Kyle was talking about, just be okay with or be prepared for whatever can happen. And I don't know. I don't know how to spell out that process of, of being okay with the unknowns, but there's, I think there is a possibility to, to have more of an okayness with, with not knowing some of those things to be able to move forward in a more comfortable way. Well, I think if, if we, if, if we could, for if we could somehow look into, you know, a year into the future, right before we had a kid to a year into having a child and see all the things that we would have to do, I, I don't mm. think we would we would be like oh maybe this isn't a smart idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I and yeah. you know this is not on our, our agenda but like in your first year of having a child have, have any of you had to not not a doctor visit have you ever had to go to an ER for something that obviously was un, uninspected? Uh, I think so. I think so. Within the I, first year. Within the first year of any kid. Any kid. Oh yeah. See, yeah. see, yeah. yeah, yeah, like it's like a, yeah, yeah, that, yep, things happen. Like, um, and my, yeah, my first kid, um, ER, spinal tap on a 30 day year old, um, cause he had a, mm. such a high fever. They, they had to check for bacterial, whatever. And, and holding down an infant while they do something like that. Yeah. That's, that's when. <laughs> Like, oh, were you prepared? Were you prepared to be a dad? Yeah. Like, you know, those are those moments that you're just like, wow, like that's that's nothing anyone can prepare you for. Mm-hmm. And um and but you know, you you do it because you it needs to be done. And you know, you are like, okay, I you know, then the next thing maybe gets easier and the next time mm-hmm. the next kid, I I don't know, but <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, uh there's gonna be those unexpected Sometimes positive, not saying it's all bad, yeah. but you know, there's going to be those unexpected things that just no one can prepare you for. So, um, and, and that transitions nicely to one of the questions about positive, unexpected things. Sure. I thought was a, what was the, the positive, unexpected? I thought that was a, a just a fun question to reflect on because you just segued so nicely to Thank it. Thank you. It's like it's like you were planning that. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> we plan. And some of what I was thinking about actually, in 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 my head at least, relates a little bit to what we were discussing. But um, if we're talking about some of the things that we didn't expect, uh, some of the positive things in retrospect that um, sure. that we have appreciated from from parenthood, uh, I'd say that I definitely expected the first child to. This is especially for, true for the first child. It's hard to say for the others because four of them came all at once, and mm-hmm. it's that it was just completely overwhelming. Uh, but the first child, for sure, I expected to take over my life uh, much more, 
and I expected myself to end up missing out on way more things that I cared about. Um, I thought I'd have to give up so many hobbies and relationships and activities, and I was prepared to do it. I was at that point in my life where I was like at peace with this, but I still expected to experience a sense of loss mm-hmm. from things that I had grown to love in, in my life. Um, and as it happened with that first child in particular, that didn't take place. That is not what occurred at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much continued doing all the same things just with her, like with that mm-hmm. child coming along. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, a lot of things became even more fun than they were before. Uh, so much in my life. I mean, I'd still go do gigs with our band and my tiny little daughter would be there dancing to the brewery, to, uh-huh. to the music in the middle of the brewery. It, it, was, it was just, it was more fun than before. And I was doing the same things. We went on overseas trips with her and those were actually more fun uh, because we were doing it with her, this this adorable little girl tagging along with us. And she was, it was really, it's really easy to take around a little kid. Uh, just one when, I mean, the parents outnumber them. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, for that me, was gonna it, be my next yeah, part. Is it's, <laughs> the, it's the joy that she added to our life. It wasn't trading one joy for another, like I kind of expected it would be. Mm. And it does mm. change things. I mean, you know, you you not say you lose friendships, but you you definitely develop different types of friendships with no question, know, pe- yeah, yeah, with people that that either have kids or kids same age or you know mm. play group whatever. Um, I mean, it does change things. Um, you know, and you start relating less with, with people that have less to relate with, um, because you are changed because of it. Mm -hmm. As you were talking, Kyle, I was thinking about how I thought it would be a big, a big shift, but I can remember after work, most nights the year before we had a kid watching the office take, you know, trying to work at the same time, kind of, you know, my new fledgling business. And as you, you get a lot more efficient once you... (laughs) <laughs> have a kid on the true. things that are on, you know not as important it's true and it's true yeah before get, she came, i was like i was way less disciplined yes. about my schedule yes. <laughs> way less i know i have to watch my judgmental self cut kick in when i have like a sibling or something it's like i just don't have any time you're single with no children <laughs> you actually do zip, zip you really that. do <laughs> But it helps you. I think it does help you prioritize what is important. And like you said, it, it really does somehow multiply the enjoyment from life that you get as long as you're intentional about it and willing to, to have them come along. A lot of people would never travel, especially internationally with, yeah. with kids. Definitely people kind easy. of raised an eyebrow when we said we were doing it. But, I mean, we wouldn't <laughs> trade those times for anything. They were fantastic. Pre, Pre-post-COVID? pre post COVID? Pre. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we went to multiple international trips with our little daughter. Uh, one year when she was one, and when she was two, hmm. and or three or something. And yeah, I mean, I've, I've done yeah. it too. I'm all not, the other, I'm kids not saying came, it was smart. All the other I have four kids came uh, <laughs> during COVID, so we haven't had any trips with them. Uh, some road trips, but that's it. Yeah, and it, it's you know, and, and yes, the multiplication of children definitely changes things. It like, does. It does. Um, I mean, again, not on the agenda, but like. Restaurants with multiple children oh, man. totally, totally changed perspective. Completely. I we, mean, we swore it off for a while. Yeah. We'll, we'll get takeout or not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Goodness gracious. When you need to ask for multiple high chairs and a whole bench, it's, it's tough. I mean, I, I, you know, it's funny. Like I've went to like uh, lunches and stuff like for work or whatever. And then I'm, I'd literally be scoping out the place. Mm. We're like, nope, this is no. 
Like <laughs> no chance. <laughs> no, yeah, no chance. I would I bring my family here, and it's you know, and it, and it sounds it's like you know either it's too loud or too stuffy or you know there there's only one high chair that'll fit at the end of this table, and uh, that's not gonna work. So, but yeah, like. <laughs> like it really does change that person. Or like, you know, when's your kids eat free night? You know, yeah. <laughs> you start asking those kinds of questions you never thought of before. Right. Yeah. But so kind of to, to change course a little bit, maybe um, I'm gonna give you guys a fill in the blank. Okay. Just okay. fill in the blank. Right. It can be more than one word. I'm not, I'm not stingy with this. So fill in the blank. Every dad should be blank for their children. I think quiet. Mm. I think that it's important for us to remember because we are we are fully aware that we are the adult, we are the experienced ones, we have been through all these years and and we know what's safe and what's wise and and so on. Of course we do. We're grown-ups. Um it's important to remember that their experience is not actually the same as our experience and and they are taking in the world in a different way than we did and seeing things and learning. And it's also confusing. And I think it's important that we remember to be quiet and listen often, even when we're pretty sure what's going on. Need to uh, make the child uh, comfortable communicating with us as much as possible and, uh, and make sure that we truly do understand what it is they're experiencing and struggling with. That's good. I know. And, and it, I, it. I can't follow. No, nope, yeah. better one. <laughs> I expect a better one, Matt. Yes. <laughs> Can I use two words? Yes. Yes. I'm it's a long blank. Blanks are by their nature very <laughs> specific, so it's making me nervous. I think every dad should be a leader for their children. And I would say I would lean on self-leadership. I would say mostly in that because you think leadership is like, you know, oh, I'm I'm commodore of my family or something. <laughs> but I'd say self-leadership. I think we focus a lot on what is taught and a lot of what shapes our kids is what they what is caught uh, from us. And so I think we all realize the, the need for kindness and how we treat our significant other and, and those kinds of things. But... You have lots of down the road repercussions for how <laughs> for how you act. Some of the funny, obvious things, but also just the well. When they start copying they, your like worse traits, yeah, that's just oh gosh, it's humbling. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're like wow. Like when it it's is. played back to you in just a cuter, you know, higher pitched voice, it's like oh gosh, no, yeah. don't don't be me. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that it just it, it requires to take that, realize that agency that you have over your own life and that self-leadership, I think, is is good because they're going to catch it whether you realize it or whether you realize it or not. So uh, that would be my, my two words for the one word, fill in the blank. Yeah. Well, Simon, I mean, you put some major thought into into having one, so you, you've got to yeah, Simon's have in a, learning mode right now. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, you've you've had to think about okay, this is this is what every dad should be for their child. I I think uh, every dad should be growing for their child, and uh, I think 
the wording there is important because it's it's growing for your child. So when when and I think about all the other things in life I can focus on getting better in and improving in, um, there's ways that I can that I can and, and all dads should uh, grow for their children and as their children grow older to grow kind of grow with them. And I think part of that goes back to our, us talking about how we don't know what it's going to be like when we start as parents and we don't know all the challenges we're going to have and all the joys. And I think, I think just for my, um, I guess looking at out from like just about to dive in here, I think I can see it being something that I could fall into a routine with, or, um, kind of just settle in on in each stage. And I, and in, in this part of life, I feel like I'm really pushing to learn and to grow and to set myself up to, to be a good example and to be a good leader. And I think that that's something that all dads at all times need to be thinking about in this stage of life with my three kids that are this age and my two kids that are out of the house or whatever, what does that look like? Or, or even, um, my parents are just entering, um, uh, being, uh, uh, what is the word? Grand, 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 grandparents. Grandparented. Yeah. I was thinking grand grandfathers or grandfather and grandmother, but I couldn't think of the combined. <laughs> grand- grandparented. Grandparent. Grandparent. Yeah. They're going to be. Rick and Schooley and all that. <laughs> yeah. <He's> yeah. Rapidly <laughs> right. entering that. Yeah. Thanks. But I see. He's still I, warming up to the idea, which is why I will be often giving him a hard time about it. <laughs> I mean, they, they're married. It's not like it wasn't expected, but it's just like really like uh, it's I you know and I know you guys haven't had I mean but your child having a child is just I remember her being a child mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then the thought of her having one it's just like yeah uh yeah it's a very just earth-shaking changing thing it just yeah. is and the kids not even here yet and it's just mm-hmm. you know and I know from a parent perspective and not kind of being a parent but not yet but you kind of are but you, mm-hmm. you know it, it, yeah, it's just one of those like, yeah, you just accept that role, and and it's mm. just a it's a world altering thing that is about to happen. You know, it's going to, but it hasn't yet. Yeah, I think I think part of it too is that I'm a I'm a pretty like high achiever, and like as far as like my my work, um, the way that I look at work, and the way that I look at like just excelling in life, and I think that uh, for me, it's going to be important to direct that growth. Uh, in ways that are leading my family and especially my uh, my spouse and my 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 child, so I think that that that's just something that really hit home for me. I like the growing answer, mm-hmm. and yeah. and if that resonates with you, dear listener, then we've got an answer for you. It's listen to the Dad Pod. You subscribe, <laughs> we'll help you grow in this journey. And I, I would have to say on, on mine, you know, I, I filled in just be an example, and and you kind of stole my thunder because you you used the term, but. Uh, but no, I mean, in That's all. That's why you the, always have to go first when the question. No, like, I will not go first. I'm experienced here. I jump in before someone takes my. Answer. Yeah, it takes my thunder. Um, but I mean, you know, having kids in, in the range that that I have, and having you know adult children, and and you know, and myself being a child raising a child. I mean, really, I, I, I was. Um, I mean, you know, it's. You know, they're going to look to you regardless if you if you like it or not, and regardless if they should or not. They're going to look to you as as an example, um, as as something to copy, mm-hmm. and um, and that's that's it's it's an awe inspiring position to be put into, and and even you know even with a you know three adult children that are are not living with me anymore, they're actually living out on their own. Um, you know, there's still that, and there's still that you know show me, don't tell me, and because um, you know you can. 
you can you know preach all day long about you shouldn't do this and you should do that and all those kinds of things, but they're really going to look to you and say, you know, what kind of person are you? Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's that's the position that all us dads will be put into, mm-hmm. and 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 have probably been put into at some point. So no doubt. Um, I think kind of to to, to wrap it up here, uh, I'm going to ask a kind of a last one here. Uh, Anything, anything scare you? Anything scare you about being a parent either in the future or, I mean, you guys still have stages you haven't been through. You haven't had teens yet. None of you have had teens yet. Um, uh, you know, is that, is that scary? Keep is it, is there, is there something in this world that, that scares you is, is, you know, your kids dating, uh, you know, them going off on their own, uh, YouTube, the internet, yeah. the environment and everything collapse. Like what scares you as a, as a parent or is it just all that? I wasn't scared until now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Shoot. Uh, I was enjoying this where you're kind of. <laughs> yeah. or you're just you know this is a good question I blissfully think we, unaware I, I of think all we that need to come circle back around i to know what do you enjoy i know are you always gonna end these episodes on a, like a really downer question <laughs> no 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 it's just no is there like you know or are you guys just like you know what i am confident in in my parenthood and i'm uh you know no nothing nothing scares me there are definitely things that are intimidating yes whole chapters ahead in the future i it does seem like the later years seem to be the most intimidating when kids develop their own opinions and are starting to if it's just figure out a life path for themselves and who are they going to be attracted to when where are they going to want to go with their life and what are they going to want to do with it and and what role will I get to play in that life? Uh, you know, just, you know, I, I, we've all experienced things with our own families that we can probably remember where, you know, relationships, you know, didn't develop the way that you'd hoped and, and, uh, and people grew apart or people moved away or some people close to you made terrible choices. And, and that's hard. That's hard to, that's hard to watch. And it's, and it's so much more so, uh, I'm sure when it's your child going through that. And I just really hope we can maintain a good relationship uh, when they go through the harder years. Uh, you guys are good. You guys are what he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, no, I had, I, I've been thinking a lot about, or quite a bit about this. Cause I, I've been talking to a lot, a lot of people who, uh, you know, just people just give their parenting thoughts when I say, I'm, uh, we're having a baby soon. And, um, one of the one of the comments I've gotten a no, number of times is I would not want to raise a girl in this in this society in this mm. world, and I like or I, it'd be really hard to do that. And and it, it's actually it's even something that uh, our our pastor commented on last Sunday of like, um, it's, he had kind of almost said something like that, and he was walking it back and saying, but we he is like saying that we we serve a God that's much bigger than that, and I think that that goes back to what I was talking about my getting back to my foundations. And uh, when I look at that and I look at my, my faith in my life and my family, I think that, you know, there are, there are those real concerns and, and struggles and things that are outside of our control. And I think that building up a household that 
is a household of faith and a household that relies on God is something that, um, you know, I'm going to be really intentional about in our house. And I think that gives me a lot of hope because it's like, um, we don't have to be scared of the things that are, uh, out of our control and that are external. And, um, we can focus on what's going on inside the house and prepare, um, prepare our children to, to go out and, and face those things. And, and I don't think that means that there's not really hard things. Cause I think there's a, there's a lot of just like the thing, the, the concerns that people have about raising a girl. Are, I mean, those are things I've, I've thought about and things that, um, you know, that I think are, are challenging, especially things with like body image and comparison and uh, all that that's available uh, seems to be so much more prominent now. Um, so, so with that, like teaching, teaching our, 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 uh, our baby or our, uh, teenager, I guess, or preteen or whatever age it is, how to navigate that world of social media and of technology and just not even necessarily technology, but just like all the inundation of this is what it means to be beautiful or this is what it means to, to make it or to be popular and um, to teach them to, to critically think about that and to know, be able to make, make decisions about who they are and what they're going to think about that. So, so I, I'd say there, there are those fears and concerns but there's also hope see hope see hope see we ended on a good note you're welcome Kyle no and I and I I would say when it comes to that I think social media the internet is as I think just expedited that those concerns just um I mean I've noticed kids are much younger and much more aware and concerned with those kinds of issues that typically was like oh that's preteen or teens you know they're gonna worry about that then and no, mm-hmm. no, it's it's kind of in their face at, at a much much mm-hmm. younger age now. So, um, so yeah, it is something that you know you got to be looking out for, and should be a topic of a future episode. Good idea. Yeah, I was literally just gonna say, I just <laughs> I, I need to look up a reference for it, but I had just read that 2011 the the percentages of of children kids that had said they struggled with anxiety, mm-hmm. some of those things jumped the same year that a lot of them got access to smartphones yeah mm. and that was I've, I've read about that same on a college campus where yeah the need for counseling went dramatically up for anxiety and different things oh yeah because the the, totally. the instantaneous connected. feedback you get now mm-hmm. for, yes. for anything you do say mm. post whatever um i mean you'll get instant feedback yeah um and it's not all positive no yeah. no it's not that's why this First episode of hopefully a long journey exists as we can talk about these issues and probably not share. Uh, you know, def- there, there's really no one right way, but mm. we can no, share perspectives no. to help further along each other. And mm-hmm. anyone mm-hmm. that's listening, and yeah, because we, can, we uh, all come, I mean, we all come from different perspectives, but also you know, each kid is different, and and truth. they're gonna they're gonna handle things easier in some ways and then other things are going to struggle with that that another child just doesn't bother them so yeah every single child's different and there's a lot of things that a lot of us struggle with that don't get talked about and that we keep to ourselves and so i mean you can go years and have a relationship with a close relationship with someone and like never know that they had miscarriages and mm-hmm. they're right because that's not something that you talk about no no and just i think there can be some therapeutic aspect to us talking about this and maybe people listening and, and appreciating that other people go through this and and uh, here's how we work through it yeah well, i mean i mean i learned that about you and you probably learned that about me like i right yeah it's, right. it's just not something you like 
nope. hey, by the way. No, nope. no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so much closer to you guys. Right oh, now. thanks, thanks. One, one thing I noticed, uh, my edu- primary education method for for uh, pre, pre-baby has been podcasts. And mm. um, I, so I, I, I've been driving two hours to, to work for a few days this week. And I uh, so I plugged it in and, and uh, it, they're, they're all – they're all mom, all of them have been moms geared towards talking to moms. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, it's great content, and I have nothing against that. And I know they're just talking to their audience, so so I figured I might as well just you know join this one with dads and do it myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Scratching the itch. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, I, hey, I, I thanks guys. I think this was fun. Um, let's do it again sometime. That's good. Oh, yeah. Take us out, Rick. Well. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for all the topics of dads and for dads and by dads. Uh, I'm Rick. I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Simon. Hey, thanks for listening. Next time. <laughs> <laughs>